I'm CBS 19 meteorologist Jack Durkin for Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Happy Sunday and welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we talk about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we like to share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still skeptic about faith because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. So that's what we do on this show. We share the Word and we pray that God will open up your hearts to receive it today and it will bless you mightily. We'd like to start the program with a scripture read and today I was so excited, opened up my Bible reading plan and where are we today? We're in Romans, which is, it's always a good day when you're in Romans, but it's Romans chapter 12, which happens to be one of my favorite chapters. I was first introduced to it by... Uh, good friend and community hero, UVA basketball coach Tony Bennett spends a lot of time in Romans chapter 12, and he pointed me there, and I've spent loads of time since. But I'm going to read the first two verses of Romans chapter 12, so verses 1 and 2, and I'm reading this in the Passion Translation. So it goes like this. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Again, that's Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Read that in the Passion Translation. Hope that touches you today. I want to let you know that we have all of our podcasts loaded on iTunes. We also have a website. It's EverydayFaithRadio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with today's guest. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The 18th annual series of visits to local gardens in the Charlottesville area is taking place at Wadley's Garden in Keswick, June 8th from 9 to noon. For details and to make reservations, visit PiedmontMasterGardeners.org. Join the Safe Summer Kickoff hosted by Moms Demand Action for Gun Safety in America on June 8th from 10 to 2 in Crozet. Get tips on keeping your family and pets well this summer. Enjoy Kona Ice and visit the free book bus. Join Phil Stokes for a nature walk at Ivy Creek Natural Area on June 15th from 9 to 11. All walks are free and open to the public. Participants meet at the kiosk near the parking lot. The Kids Swing Golf Tournament, presented by the Albemarle County Rotary Club, is on June 17th at the Glenmore Country Club Golf Course. Visit kidsswing.org for more information. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to psa at monticellomedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. And then you're out of desperation. Do you're not the only one. Praying 
Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host with us on the program. Back with us is my good friend Rick Tamborino. Tambo, as we call him in here, in-house. Rick, thank you so much for being on the show. Jeff, good morning. It's great to have you here. Um, I'm going to get to write one of my favorite questions that I have for you. I thought about this on the way over here. um, So as I see it, you and I share a number of things in common, but one of them is we both kind of had this faith that somewhere along the lines became ignited. And, and what I mean by that is, I think you and I both had that kind of faith where, you know, we'd go to church and we'd sort of zone in and zone out and we'd sort of get some and a little. And then if an hour later after church, if somebody asked what happened, yeah, you're like, oh, something happened. But then comes a faith ignition. Something gets ignited. And all of a sudden you have a different kind of faith on the other side of that, meaning now you're at the edge of your seat, you're leaning in to hear what the pastor or the priest has to say, you're soaking up the word, and now it's starting to make sense. Is that just a maturity thing? Or do you uh, do you agree with what I'm saying? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what that makes me think about? It makes me think about the number of friends that I have right now who are our age or maybe a little bit younger, what have you, who love history. Mm. But, you know, in, in class and school, they, they could, you know, leave it if you had, like it was no problem whatsoever. Right. Like, like the question is that at what point do you get to some point in your life, male, female, old, young, whatever, where you say, hey, all this stuff really means something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just things to memorize. It's mm-hmm. not just uh, facts and figures and things of that nature and just, you know, something you can turn up and regurgitate, you know, if you need to or what have you. So um, now you make a really good point. So I uh, grew up going to uh, Catholic school. Um, you know, I think it was probably mass every week. I've shut a lot of those memories out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're great memories. I wouldn't trade them uh, for the world. Um, but, um, but no, you know, mass every week, every weekend, altar boy, all these things. And we certainly learned a lot of things, mm. right? So our, um, our seven-year-old daughter just had her first communion. And I looked back. I had this book that my mother gave me some years back. And there was the book that I used, like going through First Communion and, and all these drawings that I would make and things of this nature. And I remember, I vaguely remember like digging in and, and doing the exercises in that book. But they certainly didn't mean the same thing to a seven and eight year old that they need, mean to a 40, 50 year old, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I feel like you learned a lot of things. Um, but in terms of like digging in and understanding, Maybe that does come over time, mm. right? And what, what are the figures, the scientific figures, like like men don't really mature to a reasonable point until like 25, 30 years old, mm. which I can testify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to that. I think mine was later than right. that. Yeah. <laughs> right, sometime last week. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, it's definitely um, a shift, you know. Um, do you think that, that, that your Catholic faith, l- let me ask you this, yep. do you think that there was any component of like a time release? Like, like you swallowed that and ingested that in your youth and maybe in your teens, but then all of a sudden it manifests itself right. in your 30s, like so, later on. Right. So, so what I know is always there, mm-hmm. right? Almost like a vaccine, mm-hmm. probably, right? Always there, always at the surface. 
and ready to kind of um, ready to be there for me when I needed it, mm -hmm. right? Um, now, when I needed it, right, which was in my 30s and 40s, um, it, it, you know, it was there, and then there was more, right? You and I belonged to a to a group. You actually invited me in, and it was fantastic because now many of those things that I knew as facts. Now I understood context for, mm -hmm. right? I saw how these things related to my life. Mm. I could take words, I could take a sermon, I could take context of a conversation and say, wow, this is what this means to me, mm -hmm. you know? And, and why it means something to me now. So, um, so that's probably the thing that's missing when, when you're younger is you just don't have the same context. Mm -hmm. So right now with my kids, um, who, uh, so our oldest is 24 and it goes down, uh, but, but there's an older grouping and that older grouping goes from 24 to 18. I do everything I can to make sure those guys understand that some of the things they're feeling and experiencing that people our age and older have had those exact same experience. You know, you just don't have that stuff when you're 18, mm -hmm. 25 years old. You mm -hmm. just don't know that the guy who lives next door has the same insecurities or trepidations mm -hmm. or anything of that nature mm -hmm. unless you're around those people and you hear the words, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's the beauty of, of kind of the fellowship that we get to engage in and, and some of the other things that, that happen here around Charlottesville specifically. I'm sure they happen other places too. But it's the fact that you can understand that, you know, you're not alone, right? You're not the only guy or gal ever going through this stuff. And... um and you've seen the success that other people have had by applying the principles that you hear, mm -hmm. you know, to their situation. I have a couple other questions, and this is mm -hmm. uh, Everyday Faith Radio, and we have Rick Tamburino as our guest on today. Let me, let me just throw this out there and see if you have any advice for anybody. Suppose mm -hmm. one of our listeners is one of those guys who's, ah, I'm not saying you're dead in the pew, but, you know, you're just not alive with your faith. In other words, you're, you're kind of where you and I were at, at some point. You know, maybe kind of tuning in, tuning out. Maybe you're you're going to church. Maybe you're not. But you don't really have that active faith. You haven't really embraced it. And what I'm wondering is, since, you know, you and I have both kind of been there, what advice would you have for that woman or man who's tuning into the show today? So what I would say to that, I saw something recently and it shook me. And I won't tell you exactly who it was, but it's a pretty prominent religious figure who we all know very well. And the quote was something, the quote that was, that was attributed to him was something on the lines of, better to be atheist than to be you know, that person who's dead in the pew, who goes, um, you know, and, and kind of wears this mask of being a believer, but, but really isn't. And I thought to myself, that couldn't be any more wrong. You know, just in my heart, it struck me. That couldn't be, because... If you're just not even attending, mm -hmm. if you can never take the word in, right, um, then it's never there for you, right? And I think that one of the things that we benefit from, yeah, as you yeah. and I have talked about this mm -hmm. in the past, is that maybe we weren't listening to it intently, maybe we were paying attention to other things, but the word was absolutely always there for us. Amen. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Rick Tamburino is on the program with us. Rick, uh, we're heading to the break. What about this? I'm going to introduce this to you. Um, so the Apostle Paul writes about, he talks a lot about spiritual warfare, mm -hmm. and he says, I believe it's in it's either 1st or 2nd Corinthians, but anyway, he says that 
Satan has blinded the mind or blinded the eyes of the non-believer. And he talks about his journey and he references Moses and the veil that was over Moses when he came down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments. But what Paul goes on to reference is when the veil is removed. Right. Now let me go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So you and I go to church, go to church, year after year after year after year, and then you find out by reading, I believe it's Matthew's Gospel, that when Christ died on the cross, the minute he died, the veil was torn in the temple. Right, okay. Yep. Okay, so the veil was torn in the temple, and that now provides direct access mm. to God, not through the high priest anymore, not through the offertory system, but direct access, Jesus's life, death, burial, and resurrection, belief, Right. Provides direct access. We have this direct access. And so I just wonder if that kind of resonates with you in terms of, because it does for me, in terms of, you know, I was over here and I think I was veiled. And then when the veil was removed, all of a sudden you can see with what the Bible calls or theologian calls spiritual eyes. Right. So... I think that there are a lot of people that listen to this radio program and either watch or listen to other uh, programs and they're non-believers, right? They think to themselves, this is entertaining, this is kind of clever to listen to, but they're not quite there yet. Um, And what I would say to you is that this whole veil concept that you talk about, it's just very easy. Well, let me back up and just kind of state it a little differently. Um, once you kind of dig into the word, and then you kind of, and then you start to study and you understand the context and things of that nature, this is the part that gets people really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Especially when they're just starting to dip their toe in the yes. water on this stuff. Yes. Um, is you start seeing that you know, as it says in, in, in the Bible, these principalities, not of this world, right? Mm-hmm. Of evil and good. You start to see that those are real things. Yes. You know, and, um, and so you start to understand what is happening or has happened to you or, or, you know, some manifestation, maybe, maybe somebody has wronged you or hurt you or whatever that looks like. And you start seeing these things mm-hmm. as potentially the the manifestation of evil and good in yes. this world right yes. and like i say i think that gets people a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it starts to get a little you know like oh my gosh what You're kind right. of weird stuff are you starting to believe in yeah but it's completely valid stuff and you start to that when you say that veil comes off mm-hmm. and you i believe you, you see things ever more clearly when that yeah. happens yeah this is everyday faith radio we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with more of our conversation with rick tamborino we are going to touch down a little bit more on spiritual warfare uh and 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 then see where that goes so again this is everyday faith radio we're going to take a quick break and be right back in just a moment please stay with us 
Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The 18th annual series of visits to local gardens in the Charlottesville area is taking place at Wadley's Garden in Keswick, June 8th from 9 to noon. For details and to make reservations, visit PiedmontMasterGardeners.org. Join the Safe Summer Kickoff hosted by Moms Demand Action for Gun Safety in America on June 8th from 10 to 2 in Crozet. Get tips on keeping your family and pets well this summer. Enjoy Kona Ice and visit the free book bus. Join Phil Stokes for a nature walk at Ivy Creek Natural Area on June 15th from 9 to 11. All walks are free and open to the public. Participants meet at the kiosk near the parking lot. The Kids Swing Golf Tournament presented by the Albemarle County Rotary Club is on June 17th at the Glenmore Country Club Golf Course. Visit kidsswing.org for more information. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to psa at monticellomedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. And then you're out of desperation, though you're not the only one. Praying, Lord, above, I need a miracle. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program, my good friend Rick Tamburino. Hey, Rick, um, a couple of months ago, the Ravi Zacharias International Ministries was in town, yep. and a gentleman by the name of Michael Ramston came to town. Did you see Michael? Yeah, I was there. Were you there for that? Yep. And, and so Michael spoke all around town to several groups, and um, we had him in on the on the program here. Oh, great. So okay. I've had yeah, him twice on yep. the program, <laughs> and it's funny how those are the... Um, highest listened to podcasts uh, michael ramsden <laughs> right he's he's uh super intelligent was um super successful in the business world and then stepped out of that he's over in oxford england has that awesome english accent and he uh <laughs> he stepped out of the financial world and into the theologian uh world and now he's an apologist uh or as if you don't know that word, it's a defender of the faith. And so he goes around the world defending the Christian faith, oftentimes goes into some um, colleges and universities around the world. But he also spoke about how he was brought in to have a conversation about faith with the head of ISIS. Were you? I remember, yeah. Yeah, he talked about that. The, the point that I wanted to make about Michael, and I'll never forget this. I thought this was so insightful. He... He noted a study that was done in Oxford. I can't remember the name of I the... I think this is the same study I was thinking about when you mentioned his name. Yeah, so this the, this study said that, um, that 85% of the time that I think I know what Rick Tamburino is thinking, but 85% of the time I'm wrong. <laughs> you know... What I just did when I interrupted you, I thought that I knew what you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, ring the bell, Joe Thomas. Ring the bell. Where is, where is the bell? Be, you got to get a bell. Somebody's no got to get a prize room. for this. Oh, that's something. so funny. No, but, but the point is uh, where, where he was going with that is we get offended by people and 85% of the time, we're wrong about what they're thinking. Like, they're not thinking the evil thoughts I believe Rick Tamburino is thinking about me at this moment. You know right, what I mean? I got that right. wrong 85% of the time. Right. Where I'm going with that is, he didn't go in this direction, this is where I'm going with it, is that uh, we read in John's Gospel that the, that the 
enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And the enemy Amen. is, we'll call the enemy the devil, right. Satan, the deceiver. Um, have many different names for him in the Bible. We'll call him the enemy for this. Um, the enemy has this goal to break up friendships. Right, yep. To break up marriages. Sure. Because steal, kill, and destroy. He's come to destroy friendships and destroy marriages and destroy churches, destroy your faith, if he right. can. Sure. Um, and so I'm just wondering if anything comes to mind for you, as our listeners are tuning in and they're like, what does this have to do with anything? Have you felt, or anybody in your ecosystem, felt like they were under attack by the enemy? And if so, can you sort of kind of give an example of what that would look like? So, you know, we have a, another mutual friend, uh, Jonathan Hickory, wrote the book recently. Mm -hmm. He's the, the local cop who went yeah. through his transformation. And he absolutely understands that he was under attack during that period and absolutely has been under attack since the publishing of the book and mm -hmm. the tours and all the other things that have come from that. Um, I think you're hard pressed to think that that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, um, and if it's something as simple as our um, screwed up paradigms mm -hmm. of what other people think about us mm -hmm. or how they're talking to us or what have you. Um, you and I are also alike in the fact that we have um, um, excellent coaches in our life. Um, I think each one of us is married to. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. And one thing my wife is always telling me, always telling me, is assume positive intent. Mm, this, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because my default is probably not to do that. Right. right? He's out to get me. Right, right. And I can't imagine that that wrong paradigm that I have comes from anywhere other than the evil one, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I, I absolutely do think that's the case. Um, I think I've been under attack in relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people know that I was married one time before and my former spouse and I have a great relationship now. It certainly isn't perfection, but we have a great relationship. And I always joke around about how in the world we didn't end up on an episode of Cops is just beyond me, <laughs> you know, just so crazy. And to think that Satan wasn't involved in that complete and utter discontentment mm. during that time frame, it, it's, it's ridiculous to think that that wasn't the case. He mm. absolutely was there mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. through all those trials and struggles. Absolutely. All right. So... Let me bring it back around to our listeners again. Sure. So someone's listening. They're starting to buy into, okay, I feel like the the devil, the enemy is trying to get me, mm -hmm. trying to get me down. Right. I feel dark. I feel depressed. I feel isolated. I feel alone. What should that person do, Rick Tamburino, your opinion? So my opinion is prayer mm -hmm. is incredible, mm -hmm. right? Um, Give me an example of that. And I'm not just talking about like break out into the Our Father right here. But, right. but like is, is prayer simply uh, as simple as Jesus save me or God help me or, or is it a longer – what's that look like for I you? I mean it absolutely can be that simple. Mm -hmm. um, the prayers that I used to use in grade school were things like I didn't study for this math test. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't use those anymore because there was no level of preparation. <laughs> you know, just wasn't going to help. Um, but 
you know, it can be, you know, Father, save me from, from, from my own thoughts. Father, mm. help me through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there, you know, there's, there's a part where kind of the earthly aspect of, of things um, and the non-earthly aspect kind of, <coughs> kind of verge um, or, or overlap a little bit. There's nothing like doing something for somebody else mm. when you're in your own stuff, mm-hmm. right? Shifted off you. Right, absolutely. And, and just doing for others. And the other thing I would definitely tell people if somebody's in that funky place, if mm. somebody's in that darkness, mm. besides prayer for themselves, is, um, is ask for prayer from others. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the benefits of prayer that I've received uh, in my life and my family has received in our lives is just, Humongous. It's just huge. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Jeff Gaffney, your host. We have Rick Tamburino with us on the program today. Rick, last week we had Michael Guthrie on the program. And Michael, as you know, just went through his bout with Guillain-Barre. He's almost fully healed from that. But we talked about kind of the awkwardness of a newer believer or somebody who isn't that strong in their faith yet uh, humbling themselves and asking for prayer. Because for a lot of women and men, that can be seen as a sign of weakness. Sure. Right? Yeah. Hey, will you pray? for me right like i want to be the guy who you know i never have right. to ask for prayer right that's that's what you think right but the the blessings uh that come out of somebody praying for you and and i think what it does michael and i touched on it was it it, it takes you to a place of humility and what you find that the bible says is god favors the humble but opposes the proud so you want favor and grace it's in the form of humility what's the what's one form of humility it's to say brother sister i need prayer right help me right yeah Yeah, absolutely Mm. i think you're right i think it does it's very tough for that new believer uh the other thing that we have and i don't think it's it's uh, exclusive to our culture but certainly our culture we have this you know bootstrap do it by yourself kind of mm-hmm. a thing and if you can't do that there's something wrong with you right and it takes a while to get to that point in, in the maturity in your faith to say it's okay for me to ask for prayer mm-hmm. right you have to be very careful because i think you can get to the point where you're just a royal mess and you're mm-hmm. just oh please yeah right. and and what are you really doing are you truly asking for prayer are you right. truly humbling yourself mm-hmm. or are you just kind of you know um being everybody's uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for everybody's project you know yeah. almost feeling sorry for yourself mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. that's not what we're talking about here at all let me also mention and we're winding up the show Rick Tamburino let me also mention to that person who feels like they're under attack right now mm-hmm. and um, you know the world is falling apart they don't know where to go uh, maybe they've gone so far as you know they try this substance they, tr- they they found that they you know have this addiction and they've been searching and nothing none of that satisfies let me tell you a wonderful place get the bible and i'm going to point you to two places today's passage in romans read the entire read the entire book romans chapter 8 phenomenal but i'm going to point you to romans chapter 12 We read verses 1 and 2. Verse 2 goes like this. It says, Do not be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the person who's listening under attack needs a transformed mind. How do you get the transformed mind? 
dig into God's Word, and that's where you'll find the transformed mind. Secondly, go to uh, Ephesians chapter 6. That's sort of the blueprint mm-hmm. of uh, spiritual warfare, which, again, if these books, if you're not familiar with the names, you know, 10 years ago, neither was I. But just start reading. Ephesians chapter 6 talks about uh, spiritual warfare and the armor of God. That's right. And Rest, breastplate of righteousness. Yes. Helmet of truth. Helmet of salvation. Thank you. Uh, the, sword. Sh- the, the sword of the Spirit, right. which is the Word of God. Right. Is the sword of the Spirit. The shoes of peace. The lance of supplication and the belt of righteousness, uh, breastplate of righteousness. I'm sure one of our listeners will correct me. (laughs) Hey, Tambo, it's great to have you on the show, and thank you for being a guy who is willing to share his faith because, you know, I think there might be a couple other knuckleheads out there like you and me that are, you know, just kind of bouncing around trying to figure it out. I know there are, Uh right? And you just have to one day just just kind of let the veil down, just mm-hmm. let, let down all your armor and just mm-hmm. just uh, commit and um, and um, submit yeah. right? and let somebody else be there for you. Right. Try the Jesus thing. You know, <laughs> you've tried everything else. Now try that. That's so funny. You yeah. know, I have a, a, a friend and client who calls me and he knows, you know, that on Thursday, for example, uh, he'll say it'll be like 745 and he'll go I know you're doing the Jesus thing but just really quick another question for you. <laughs> I love it hey Tambo keep doing the Jesus thing may the Lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and bring you peace this is Everyday Faith Radio thank you so much for tuning in everyone we'll see you next week It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. Seaville 1075 and AM 1260 WCHV AM and FM Charlottesville. America has had enough. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. That in a tweet from President Trump, who continues to threaten Mexico with tariffs if the Mexican government doesn't do more to curb the flow of Central American migrants. He's absolutely deadly serious. In fact, I fully expect these these tariffs to go on to at least the 5% level uh, on June 10th. The president is deadly serious about fixing the situation at the southern border. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney on Fox News Sunday. Congress will not help us fix our laws, so we're turning to Mexico to help us fix the situation on the border. Later this week, U.S. and Mexican representatives plan to hold talks in Washington. The U.S. is ready to talk to Iran with no preconditions, so says Secretary of State Mike Pompeo.